If you fail to plan, plan to fail. It is a new year. Got any plans? Well, one thing is for sure, there is a spiritual war out there and we need a plan. Ephesians tells us that our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of the wickedness in heavenly places. So maybe we should have a battle plan, yeah? And what better time of year to discuss that battle plan than right now at the top of the year? Happy New Year, friend. I am so excited to bring you this interview today. This is a super special interview as it's with my podcast coach, and she has played a pivotal role in why I'm even here talking behind this mic right now. Stephanie Gass is a Christian business and podcast coach, boundary boss, and multi-six-figure CEO. She helps women grow their online businesses and make money online using podcasting. She is the host of a top 20 globally ranked business podcast, Online Business for Christian Women, and she believes it's possible to partner with God to create income and impact without sacrificing your family, faith, or buying into a social media hustle. And so I venture you, friend, are a listener here on this podcast because you are fighting for your wellness. That's why I call you a wellness warrior. It takes courage to pursue. It takes courage to be active in the battle for your wellness and for anything in this life. It takes courage. And if we neglect a plan, we fail. Or we can plan and win with God. So which one do you say? Let's get started and hear about this amazing spiritual battle plan. Hey mama, are you stressed by the lack of time in the day to do all the things? Are you feeling disconnected from God, your husband, and even your kids because patience and presence seem out of reach? Do you want a healthier body, mind, spirit, and home, but overwhelmed in where to start? Hey, I'm Shan Wright, daughter of the king, wife, mom to four, RN, wellness coach, and I know very well what it feels like to want to live well, but about to lose it with my very blessed full life. After realizing I can't pour from an empty cup, I tracked my way to whole body wellness and so much peace. If you are ready to cancel the stressed out life, learn tactical, intentional strategies as a mom wearing many hats, find more peace, confidence, and joy raising kingdom kids, then listen in. Come on, mama, together we got this. Really, God's got this. So go heat up that coffee again and turn your listening ears on. Let's chat. Hello, welcome back to the Wellness Chat, Wellness Warriors, and that is so fitting for today's conversation. We are in a fight, and I have a very special guest with us today who is going to bring us the battle plan. I am so honored and humbled to welcome Stephanie Gass to the show. Thank you so much, Steph, for being here, and welcome. Thank you, Shannon. I'm so excited to be here. Great. Um, Okay. So personally, I know a lot about you. I'm your secret little bestie, (laughs) but but can you just share with our listeners a little bit about yourself? 
Sure. So I, uh, I'm a mom, I'm a wife. I live in New Mexico, love to mountain bike. I've been an entrepreneur for 14 years and I have failed at businesses and I've built flourishing businesses and everything in between. And I know that God has used that to equip me to do what I do today, which is helping, um, women really uncover what their calling is in a business sense, and then creating a fruitful online business using podcasting as the way that we grow a business and then courses and coaching as the way to monetize the business, no matter what it is that they do. So that is what I do today. Um, from a business perspective, I'm a podcaster and, um, I know you mentioned the battle plan today and I'm also a mom and a woman of a daughter of the King. And so I go through the same warfare that all of you go through, um, I think the difference is that I have learned to trust that there's a lesson in every single trial that the enemy throws at us. There is a transformation on the other side of us pushing through the pain of it. And there's some type of perspective shift or lesson that God is equipping us with. And so that is kind of how this battle plan was born. Yes, I love that. So from binging your podcast, I've gotten to hear a lot of your testimony and how you have lived out um, your faith and yeah, just all the different aspects of that and your story. And so I know you have so much goodness to share, but I particularly love how this battle plan came to action. Mm -hmm. I got to hear it and um, it is so fitting for my listeners and my moms that are on the other yeah. side of this podcast. Um, we really do. I am just getting started, but the premise for why we're here is to share our courageous testimonies and how mm -hmm. the story God's writing out in our lives and then share it. So other moms, other women can take courageous steps of faith and they have the courage to do so. Um, and so I knew that even though I'm so new into this, that this was the perfect time for you to come in and kind of lay another foundation for us as a community, because without um, this battle plan, um, and I've, I've laid some aspects of this throughout my other episodes, but I love yeah. the seven steps that you go through. And so without this battle plan and without our strong foundation, we really can't pursue whole body wellness. And mm -hmm. that's what we like to do here. And we are in a fight for our peace and our whole body wellness. And so bring it to us today because we're ready um, to hear it. And my question would be, as we always talk about courageous action here, what step of courageous action can you encourage us with today and how um, the battle plan worked for you? Yeah. So I think when we think about courageous action, we have to look at what is it we're trying to achieve? And there's a few different ways that we look through that lens. We look big picture. I'm trying to achieve whole body wellness, or I'm trying to achieve wellness in my spiritual relationship with God, or I'm trying to achieve whatever, um, this certain number in my business. Right. And those are so big and they're often so vague that we run from them because we can't touch it because we can't see it. And because we can't realize it, we don't think that it's actually attainable. And we're right because it is something that is so far away. The path is unclear. And I think that is the point. 
God doesn't give us these big God-led dreams and then give us a clear path to go get it done because it would be less meaningful and we wouldn't need to lean on him to get us there. So when we think about courageous action, we have to ask ourselves, and I tell my students this all the time, what's the next step? What is step one of where you're trying to go? That's the courageous, the only courageous action that you need to focus on right now. And so ask yourself the question, what's the big goal? Reverse engineer it backwards into some steps and then figure out what is step one, right? If it's, I want to start a podcast, step one is figure out who you're going to go learn how to start a podcast from. That's the first thing you should do or brainstorm about what your podcast would be about. Once you're done with your first courageous action, you look up and you ask God for that second step. So that's the encouragement I have for you. It's not about the big things and doing a hundred things. It's about the small thing that's right in front of you. Yes. Um, yeah, exactly. It's, I love all of that. Amen to all of that. Um, I was actually talking about you earlier today <laughs> in my, um, small group because I was telling them, you know, to pray for this, um, interview, but also we were talking about Rima and getting a word from God, which mm-hmm. if you don't know what that means, it is the spoken word of God and how he, downloads it to you when the Bible verse jumps off the page at you. And I was sharing how you got a legit Rima from God when you were, you know, in prayer, what do I do about this situation? What is the next right thing, God, that you have for me in this situation to pursue peace, to pursue courage? Um, What do I do? (laughs) Practically tell me what to do. And he, you were in Psalms 18 and he dropped the download of the word right to you and the seven steps to do. And I was, I was explaining to my friends today how that, if I read Psalms 18, I might not get that same Rima. Mm -hmm. Like that wasn't, I wouldn't, maybe I'm reading the passage with other um, eyes, like another, like I'm looking at it in a different way, but you, he gave that word to you and it fit what you needed to do next. And so I'm so excited for you to share that word with my friends here. Yeah. So basically what happened for me was, um, we were on a family vacation and my, one of my sons had stumbled upon an inappropriate YouTube ad and he clicked on it, which led obviously to what you can imagine. Um, a kiddo's curiosity, very innocently leading to different clicking and digging and that was my number one fear as a parent had always been like, if I can just protect my kids from what they would see on a phone. Right. So I'd already had conversations with them. Boys, if you ever see anybody who doesn't have clothes on online or a girl in her underwear, like just tell mom and dad right away. Like we'd had all these conversations and yet this still happened. And so I felt like a failure in the moment. We take my son downstairs and start asking him like, how did this happen? Somebody had to have shown you this because he's on YouTube kids. Nonetheless, moms be warned. Mm -hmm. There is no safe internet usage period. End of story. Even with all the little locks and things I thought I had on there, there are very still inappropriate things to be found. And he looked me, I mean, we were both crying and bless his heart. He looked at me and he said, the devil tricked me. And I Mm -hmm. thought, oh my gosh, the wisdom of my then eight-year-old child to know like this was beyond him. This was bigger than him. And 
this situation that was so hard and painful actually turned into something so beautiful. My son has a very incredible discernment now at almost 10 around what he looks at. He's careful. He's wiser because of it. But in the moment, I felt like an absolute failure. And I think when we find ourselves in that situation, that's what the enemy wants us. You failed. Um, you can't protect your children. God is not with you because look what happened to you. And so all these lies come creeping in, but because I am renewing my mind consistently and I'm in the word and I'm in relationship with Christ, I was able to overlook the lies of, of Satan in that moment and pray like, God, just help me. What do I say to him? What do I do? How do I act? Where do we go from here as parents? Um, and how do we protect our kids? And so to Shannon's story, you know, we got home and I'm in scripture one morning and I just prophetically feel the Lord like Psalms and I open the book and it's Psalms chapter 18 and I have a notebook and pen and I'm reading. And as I'm reading Psalms chapter 18, I'm circling things and, you know, Shannon can actually see my Bible right now. It's got words all over yeah. the margins of the book of the book as I'm going, oh my gosh, this is steps. And I start pulling the steps out of scripture. And the Rima for me was there are seven specific steps. You are not just to take here in this situation, daughter, but you're to share them because these seven steps are other things, no matter what the warfare, no matter what the attack, the, um, the trial before, before you, these seven steps work, they have worked, they worked for David, they'll work for you, they'll work for others. And so I took all of those. And I implemented them in my own life. And then I built a workbook out of it and started sharing it for free with my audience. And now it's a highly requested uh, training that I do, but that's how it was born. And I think the lesson in that, and then I'll share the seven steps with you, of course, is whatever, wherever you find yourself immediately turn back to God for the wisdom of what to do. Mm -hmm. And so whether it's a long drawn out battle, a health battle, a marriage battle that you're going through an addiction battle or a quick something that comes at you, like me having to deal with something unexpected, having to do with my kids. They're all the same. They're all just worldly setbacks and trials that we are promised in scripture that we will face. So the question is not, how do I avoid hard things in my life? It's how do I overcome them quickly and learn from them and then use them to equip other people to grow with, with those same lessons. So that's kind of how it came to be. Are you ready to dive in? Oh, we're so ready. Okay. So the first thing I'll say is I would encourage you anytime you hear something from scripture, not to take it at face value, but to go to the word yourself. So I encourage all of you to read Psalm mm -hmm. chapter 18. And I do have a free um, download that goes with this training. It's uh, stephaniegass.com slash battle plan. If you guys want to grab that, or you can just take notes. So it begins with step one which is to see the enemy attack. So step one is see the enemy attack. And this comes from Psalm, Psalms 18, three through five, which says, uh, the flood, the ropes of death entangled me. Floods of destruction swept over me. The grave wrapped its ropes around me and death laid a trap in my path. And this is, by the way, a Psalm of David. He's singing this song to the Lord on the day the Lord rescued him from his enemies and from Saul. So imagine you're being chased down by a king and his kingdom to kill you. And this is your song of victory. So the first thing is that David saw the enemy attack. How did he see it? He said the ropes of death, the floods of destruction, and the trap. So these are the questions we ask ourselves. 
what am I trapped in right now? What's trying to take me out? What's destructive in my life, in my mind, in my marriage, in my business, with my health, with the way that I treat my body? What are those things? We have to see it. So in the workbook, you'll see that I have you list what that is and then and journal over why you think you're going through this. And then the third step is what is truth and what is deception? Mm-hmm. Because we often think this is happening to me. This is something I have no authority over, but that is often the deception because the truth is we're equipped. God is not a God of confusion. Healing is available. Restoration is available. There's redemption. There's grace. There's forgiveness. There's learning. There is healing. There is, you know, all of the things reconciliation that's already all promised. And so we sit in the lie of deception of like, I can't have that because, and we have to look at what do we think that because really is, and is it truth? So that's step one. Yeah. We've talked about truth and lies. Um, in several episodes already. And so I love that. And the first thing I tell them to, to do when you hear a thought is, is it truth? You have to ask God, is it true? And my big story, which they all know, but um, is that, you know, even if it doesn't seem bad, like some, I was called shy so many times that doesn't seem like such a negative word, but I knew in my spirit that it wasn't true. And I knew that I needed to address that and come out of agreement with it. And so it might be something that you don't realize is a lie that is actually keeping you trapped. And if I were to live under the lie that I am shy, I would not be on a podcast right now. So if you are being trapped by something that you don't even see, then you can't get out of it. So I love that first step. You have to see the battle for what it is and to really recognize that we're in a spiritual warfare and not just um, kind of put your head in the clouds and not realize that it's, we're not fighting against flesh and blood. Mm -mm. No, the enemy is here to kill, steal, and destroy everything that is God's and you are God's and your kids are God's and all the things that you love dearly, they're God's. And so not that we need to live in a fear place, but we need to live in an awareness spot. And I need to, I can just, Oh no, you are not a, you are not allowed in my house in Jesus name. And you take your authority in those things, right? Which is exactly what leads us to step two, which is to call on God. Because in ourselves, we'll find ourselves in weakness. We'll find ourselves in fear. We'll find ourselves in agreement with these things because we just think that's what it has to be. So Psalms 18.3 and 18.6 show us. I called on the Lord who is worthy of praise. He saved me from my enemies. And then verse six, but in my distress, I cried out to the Lord. Yes, I prayed to God for help. He heard me from his sanctuary. My cry to him reached his ears. Call on God. He hears you. He cares. It matters. One time my husband recently lost, I don't remember if his keys or his sunglasses or something. And I'm like, well, me and the kids always just pray. And then God gives it immediately to us. Like we literally do. And he's like, there are so many bigger things to pray for than my lost keys. And I felt like I said, oh my gosh, you know, God cares even that you've lost your keys. Like we think that this God is so untouchable and so unavailable. And so my son and I prayed to find the thing and guess what God did? Boom. And there it was. And I'm like, see, God cared to help you find your keys. So call on the Lord, no matter how big, no matter how small he'll save you, he will hear you. 
and it will reach his ears. And so this is where we actively pray with our mouths and with our minds and ask for help. That's step two. Step three comes from Psalm 1814, which says, he shot his arrows and scattered his enemies. And then 18, 16 through 24, he reached down from heaven and rescued me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemies, from those who hated me and were too strong for me. They attacked me at a moment when I was in distress, but the Lord supported me. He led me to a place of safety. He rescued me because he delights in me and rewarded me for doing right. So this step is to watch God step in. So this is so fun because in the beginning of this battle, we called on God and then he stepped in. And what did he do? He reached down and rescued me from my enemies. They attacked me, but he supported me. He led me to a place of safety. He rewarded me for doing right, which is being obedient and calling to him. So the homework I have on this step is to list all the ways that God is helping you from verses 18, 14 through 19. And then how do you feel knowing God goes before you in this to just journal over that and realize you don't have to take the first steps in the battle. God actually does that for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's directing our steps. Yes, he is. And, and we have our path. He directs the steps. So yeah. <clears throat> direct means he's the director. He's in front, but we try to like measle our way. <laughs> yeah. We want to, we want to lean into our humanity, which is to take control. Yeah. Or to play safe. We either want to play safe or we want to take control either. Neither of those are bad things, but they are things that are going to cause anxiety and stress and fear and often failure. If it's not partnered with God, which is what this is saying is like, God is going to come down before you and shoot arrows and scatter your enemies. Like imagine you're going into war and instead of having to go in the front line and just start fighting, You call on this amazing army that has already gone before you and they take the front line. They Mm. weaken the enemy before you even get up there. That's exactly what God is promising here, but you have to call on him in order for him to do it. Right. Which is part of the beautiful relationship that I think God's trying to encourage us to step into ask. And I'm already here, right? You it's already done for you. So step four Here's where it gets interesting though. Step four is to get equipped by God. So this is Psalms 18, 32 through 36. And this says, God arms me with strength. He makes my way perfect. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, enabling me to stand on mountain heights. He trains my hands for battle and strengthens my arm to draw a bronze bow. You've given me your shield of victory. Your right hand supports me. Your help has made me great. You have made a wide path for my feet to keep me from slipping. So we then get equipped. So we notice, okay, call on God. Here he came, weaken the front lines for me, but now he's equipping. So imagine like now you're getting dressed for battle. You have Mm -hmm. everything you need. You've got the strength that you need. You have the weaponry that you need. You have the leadership that you need. So I want you in this section to list all the way that God's equip- God equips you from verses 18, 32 through 36, and then journal over the equipping you've received and write a thank you letter to God for the mm-hmm. equipping that you've received. Because here in step five is where it gets real. This is where you go to battle. Step five is go to battle. And this is 18, 37 through 38. 
I chased, this is David speaking. I chased my enemies and caught them. I did not stop until they were conquered. I struck them down so they could not get up. They fell beneath my feet. So it wasn't that God was going to take care of everything for David, which he's very, he could have done. He's qualified to do it. God, why aren't you taking care of this for me? Well, because in this instance, God needed and wanted David to, to prove to himself and to learn the lessons that he needed to learn because he was about to be appointed king and be about to rule nations. Hey, you got to know how to chase enemies. You got to know how to how to step up into this call that you have and fight and be appointed and be anointed and learn persistence and discipline and dedication and go after them. David had to do the work. He had to meet God at the table, at the battle table and get ready to go and not just hope and pray that it all worked out, but get in there and fight. And that's where so many of us fail. We fail at the moment of the fight. Mm -hmm. We fail right there because we think, well, God will take care of it. Well, and maybe he will in some cases, but in most cases, he is waiting for you to take the action and believe in yourself enough as a daughter or son of the king that you are qualified enough to go take care of this thing, right? To crush this thing in battle. So the homework here is how will you chase and catch this enemy, this stronghold, this trial, this obstacle? How are you going to do it? Remembering that when we battle, we're battling in a spiritual place. We're battling sometimes physically. There are times I have screamed at the enemy to get away from my kids or to get out of my house or whatever that might look like. I've beaten a steering wheel, screaming out, you know, physically in a war, but at the same time, my voice and my prayer life is spiritually fighting at the same time. So how will you do it? And then write a commitment statement. I will not stop until blank is conquered. I will strike blank down so it cannot get up until it falls at my feet. Insert the thing you are fighting against with all of your life and all of your heart and soul and commit to it. That's what a battle means. And that's what a battle is going to take. Yeah. And I I love um, that we have the armor of God at our disposal that no matter if you actually feel like you're in a fight, because we are, but if you don't have, you know, something um, active happening and you don't feel that stress to put your armor on still every day mm-hmm. because you don't know where the enemy is going to sneak in. And so you have to be ready. So we have that armor that we get to gird up every day yeah. and get ready for the battle. And so I love that we can just simply call on God, put your armor on and head to toe and then get ready to go for the day, no matter what comes. And this can be little battles too. Like, do you find yourself right. in constant comparison or gossip? You're in a battle. And you're in a battle against your own mind and your own thoughts and the things that the enemy has created as a, um, you know, maybe as a habit that's accepted by the world, scrolling, whatever addiction you may find yourself in. Like this can be those little things that we minimize that we push off. That's a battle too. And going Mm -hmm. today, I choose not to pick up my phone again for the rest of the day. Like those are also battles. They can be internal things that you're dealing with, the small stuff. But those are going to prepare you for when you do have the big battles. So I love that. Step six, here's here's where it gets so fun. So now you've gone to battle. And I don't know what that looks like for you. I've been in long battles. 
really long battles, years. And I've been in battles that are a day and it's over, but either way, a battle is a battle and it's always hard. And so what's really beautiful is in step six, receive God's victory and anointing. So this is Psalm 1843. And David says, you gave me victory over my accusers and you appointed me ruler over nations. God didn't just allow David to evade death from Saul. He went 5X, 100X greater than that. He appointed him ruler over nations. Like how incredible. And that's who God is, right? It's like we show up with God. For the hard thing, we're obedient in it. We're terrified half the time. We're struggling to stay sound mind. We're struggling through this battle that we're going through. And when we get through it, he's so good. There's often so much more on the other side of that freedom that we receive than what we even anticipated. And this just proves that point. David not just had victory over his accusers, he became ruler of nations. So The journaling here is how has God blessed you through this process to share your gratitude and joy with the Lord. And the last step, step seven from Psalm 1849. For this, O Lord, I will praise you among the nations. I will sing praises to your name. David here is not stopping at, I'm so glad that God helped me through that, that he appointed me ruler of nations. Nux God, you know, he, he goes, let me share and tell and spread the joy about you and what you've done. Each and every one of us, our purpose is to share our own stories that God has equipped us with the blessings, the outcomes, the things that we've overcome, the battles that we've won or are winning with other people. Jesus was a storyteller and so are you. And that is the way that you praise him and give him glory. So homework, last bit, write your own psalm of how God has been good to you and what came on the other side of that battle that you fought. Write down one way you can glorify his name and share what he is and what he did. Yep. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. And I love that you gave us all the journaling prompts because um, hopefully y'all wrote that down. If not, I'll put the workbook in the show notes, of course, but um it really is, um, you know, putting our faith into action and we, we believe that God can get us through whatever stronghold we're going through, but we think we believe it, but unless our actions show it, then are we really believing it? Um, are we just thinking about it sometimes? Um, I say our our repeated thoughts are our beliefs. So if we're not thinking and meditating on God and his word and his goodness that is all over our life, then maybe we're really believing in something else. Mm -hmm. And um, until we believe that he is, you know, the one that's going to get us through the stronghold, then we'll just be continuing to, you know, fight daily needlessly and not have the victory. We have the victory. We have to believe that we have it. Right. So thank you so much for sharing all those steps. That was incredible and um, practical, which we love here as well. We love to be really practical and to, I hope that you as a listener were able to um, take those and can apply them to what you are going through right now and 
to um, work through them and of course share with us as our community in our Facebook group. But um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, so Steph, thanks for sharing all of that. And can you just share more about where our listeners can find you and connect with you? Sure. sure. Well, thanks so much for having me, first of all. And friends, I would love to continue this conversation over on my podcast. I have over 650 episodes for those of you who want to start a business, start a podcast, learn more about partnering with God in the growth of your business. And that is called Online Business for Christian Women. Or you can look up my name, Stephanie Gass. And I have lots of free gifts, including this workbook over at my website, which is stephaniegass.com. Thank you so much. And lastly, would you mind just praying a word of encouragement over our listeners? Sure. Lord, thank you so much for this time today and the listeners heart and posture in learning and being willing to hear a fresh word of the Lord. I just pray that you would feed their hearts, their minds, their spirits, their lives, their businesses, their bodies, all the beautiful God-led pursuits you have for them with just encouragement, with the next step, the next courageous step that you have for them, and that you would give them excited anticipation of the future of where they're going, where they're growing with you, and just remind them that the only thing they need to be focused on is you and your promises, and they will have everything they need. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay. Thank you so much for being with us today. And I will be sure to link all of the places you can find Steph in the show notes. And we thank you for joining us. Have a great day. Wasn't that just amazing, friends? Okay, I just wanted to point out again where you can find things. You can find everything for Steph over at stephaniegas.com and there you will find the seven-step spiritual battle plan. It's also in the show notes. And so you can either go to stephaniegas.com forward slash battle plan or in the show notes, I have the link for you. Also, I would love to hear your feedback on this episode over in our community, which got a little upgrade. And so you can now go to bit.ly forward slash holistic hacks for our holistic health hacks, Facebook community for Christian moms formally encourage wellness, right? Let's not be confusing at all, but you can find everything in the show notes. I hope to see you there. Hey, wellness warrior. I pray that blessed you. And if so, it would bless me big if you would write a five-star review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Not only would this make me super happy, but it will allow for others to find this show too. Also, I love to chat over on Instagram, so make sure to take a screenshot, share to your Instagram stories, and tag me at the Shan Wright so I can see it and we can keep chatting and bring other moms to chat with us. Until we get to chat again, mama friend. May the Lord's face shine upon you and give you peace.